Do you lack motivation to keep getting into the gym? Do you lack structure with your fitness routine? Do you keep doing the same thing over and over again and, and getting the same exact result? If that sounds like you, then I want you guys to make sure that you go check out my brand new revamped 10-week program because so many people struggle with a lack of motivation. They struggle with a lack of structure, but we make sure that we start off the program by getting very clear on what is the exact goal that you want to achieve. Then we determine the strategy. We determine the two or the three things that are the most important things that you need to do every single week in order to achieve that goal. And then I help you hold you accountable every single week, week after week to make sure you're actually making progress. Like I don't let my clients go more than a few weeks if they're not continuing to make progress to their goals. So make sure you guys check out my brand new 10-week program at nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs. Again, nickcarrier.com slash 10-week programs. That way you can go from a lack of motivation to being able to jump out of bed every single morning. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to my three takeaways episode from the Dr. Austin Perlmutter interview that I did this past Monday. That one was there was a lot of things in that episode. So I know a lot of it was pretty scientific and, and maybe high level, but a lot of it was also very practical and some things that you could definitely, I know, digest and, and start to apply today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day, including what he talks about with eating real foods. And I just talked about that on one of my Fitness Goal Friday podcasts about the importance of eating real foods straight from the source, not processed stuff. I could talk about that all day long, get fired up about it. I'm not going to spend more time on it today. But I want you guys to make sure you go back and, and check out the episode with Dr. Perlmutter. Um, just go to nickcarrier.com slash podcast, and you can see in the most recent episodes and, and check out that latest interview with him. And you want to make sure you go grab a copy of Brainwash. That's him and his father's book at brainwashbook.com. Amazing book. One of my favorite health books that I've ever read because of it's all-encompassing in regards to how to make your brain healthier in regards to nutrition, in regards to stress, in regards to being out in nature, in regards to exercise, all these things, um, technology, all these things that are, that are super important in regards to making your brain healthier. Again, get a copy of Brainwash at brainwashbook.com. But for now, let's get right into my three takeaways with Dr. Austin Perlmutter. Takeaway number one is what are you feeding your brain? So the whole theme of the book in Brainwash is how so many of us are spending so much time in the amygdala portion of our brain in the essentially the reptilian, the old version of our brain, rather than the prefrontal cortex, kind of the part of the brain that makes us human, the part of the brain that can think rationally. And But sometimes it takes a little bit longer to actually get into that part of the brain because a lot of times we react and we respond emotionally rather than taking the time to think and respond intelligently like a human. And so I, the takeaway is what are you feeding your brain? Because the more and more your amygdala gets activated, the more neurons are actually grow, going to grow there. So like he used an example during the, and during the podcast episode. If you are watching the news every single night and you're reactive to that, then your amygdala is going to be activated and you're going to grow more neurons there and they're going to be called upon more and more and more and more and more and it's a vicious cycle. The more your amygdala gets called upon, the more neurons are built there, then the, the, the more the amygdala, get, amygdala gets called upon even further, and that'll make you just a more reactive person in general, and it's going to make you say things that you don't mean. It's going to make you say things that aren't true to you and, and that, are, that feel misaligned with who you are and your values, and it's just really important to make sure you're aware of what you're feeding your brain in regards to what you're watching, what you're, the conversations that you're having with people, what you're eating, what you're doing exercise-wise. You got to be careful about what you're feeding your brain so that you're not so involved with your amygdala 
but your prefrontal cortex is able to be called upon more and more frequently rather than your amygdala. Takeaway number two is identify decisions that you've made that are not in alignment with your goals. This is something that I haven't really done that much a lot with my clients, but I'm definitely going to start doing more because he talked about the importance of really evaluating the decisions that you've made in the past that are compromising the type of person that you would like to become or that are compromising the goals that you would like to achieve because we a lot of times aren't don't do a good job of like realizing that what we're doing is not helping us and what we and who we want to be and a lot of times our actions are not aligning with our values and not aligning with the future version of who we want to be like so many people think they should give themselves a break so many people think that they deserve a reward whether it's like a dessert or a pizza or whatever it is so many people think they deserve a reward because they need to reward their current version of themselves when what they're actually doing is putting detrimenting the future version of themselves detrimenting the goals that they have down the road and so if you can take the time to be like okay here's the kind of person that i want to become here's the future version of myself the better version of myself and then identify the things that you're currently doing today that you did yesterday, that you did last week that are not serving you and reaching that better version of yourself. Then like that, that awareness, simply that awareness is going to allow you to maybe start kicking to the curb some of those habits that you're doing. So it's really important to ask yourself that question. What decisions are, am I currently making that are out of sync with the type of person that I wish to become? Takeaway number three is upwards of 40% of our actions are habitual. Now this was this is crazy. Like 40% of our actions on a daily basis can be habitual. And so very often habits can come from a lot of different things, can stem from a lot of different things, but one of the biggest things that habits stem from are your contexts, like your contextual things around you. So like for example, I know personally I like to snack when I'm sitting on the couch watching TV. It's not even necessarily about the time of day. It's just like if I'm sitting on the couch watching TV, I usually want something to snack on. And so if that is a habit that I'm looking to diminish or I'm looking to avoid or I'm looking to lessen, don't sit on the couch and watch TV. I mean, maybe it's just go in my room and sit down and, and like pull up something on my computer and watch it there because a simple change in context can can lead to a different habit. Another thing that we talked a little bit about in the episode is a lot of times, you know, if somebody is going home from work and they have the habit of stopping by and picking up fast food or picking up something unhealthy or picking up a dessert because it was a stressful day, sometimes all you have to do to avoid that is take a different route home from work. Like, don't rely on your willpower to drive by that fast food restaurant and not get something or to drive by that ice cream shop and not get something or to drive by the grocery store and not go in there and get a dessert. Don't rely on willpower for that. Change your context and take a different route home. So again, the, the biggest idea of this is upwards 40% of our actions are habitual. So change your context so that you're setting your future brain up for success. You're making it easier for your future brain not to have to rely on discipline and willpower. And then I have a fourth and bonus takeaway today from Dr. Perlmutter, and that's you still have to pull the trigger. You still have to pull the trigger. I think this was maybe my favorite takeaway from, from Dr. Perlmutter because I think so many people, I know so many people because I've heard it 
said time and time and time and time and time and time again. They think they are going to have the same health outcome as their parents. And that's just the victim mentality. That's like, okay, I can't do anything about it, so it is what it is. No, no, it is not what it is. You know, there are certain case, certainly cases. Now, I'm, I'm not going to tell you that there aren't certain cases that aren't from your DNA and that aren't going to come from your parents, but there are certain things that are going to be like that. But for most of the cases, Dr. Perlmutter talks about, for most of the cases, the DNA, this is a kind of a metaphor, the DNA can load the gun for health issues, but you still have to pull the trigger. You still have to follow the same habits that the your parents or your grandparents had for that health issue to kick in. But you can literally change the course. You can change your brain on a daily basis. You can change the information that your cells receive on a daily basis just by changing your decisions, by changing what you ingest, by changing what you watch, by changing the way you exercise, by changing the way you eat, by changing the way you have conversations with people. Like You can change your brain. There's a whole study out there called epigenetics that's about how essentially 80% of health outcomes are based off of your behavior while 20% might be DNA. Now, those are just rough numbers based off of obviously a number of studies, but the main idea is don't make yourself a victim to outcomes solely based off of your parents or your grandparents. So again, guys, my four takeaways, just real quick. Number one is what are you feeding your brain? Make sure you're being careful that you're not taking in things that are really stimulating your amygdala but rather you're diving in your into your prefrontal cortex. Takeaway number two is identify decisions that you've made that are not in alignment with your goals. Ask yourself, who's the future version of myself? What do I want that person to look like? What decisions am I currently doing that aren't serving that future person? Takeaway three was upwards of 40% of our actions are habitual. So make sure that you change your context where necessary in order to avoid or eliminate some bad habits. And the takeaway number four, the bonus takeaway was you still have to pull the trigger. Don't be a victim to the health issues that your parents have or that your grandparents have. I hope you guys enjoyed these three takeaways or four takeaways, I should say. I hope you enjoyed the Dr. Austin Perlmutter interview. Oh my gosh, I loved it. You've got to go back and listen to it. Go to nickcarrier.com slash podcast. Make sure you go grab a copy of Brainwash at brainwashbook.com. Again, brainwashbook.com. You're going to want to read it. You're going to want to take action on the things in there so that they can help you get closer and closer to your best you.